This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. That next Sunday, we'll show you the one actually where they're praising God and jumping up and down in uh, Bible school, in the vacation Bible school, because of your giving, they were able to get and give all of that stuff so that they could do that. And it's such a blessing, uh, especially in the other video, because they're jumping down and praising God, and it's all because of your giving. Amen. And And, so we're thankful for that. And that's the scripture. The Bible says that in Second Corinthians, if you want to really know what uh, what the true definition of prosperity is, it's the sec. It's in Second Corinthians, um, the uh, ninth chapter, eighth verse. It says that God is able to make all grace abound to you, every earthly favor and blessing, so that we're, there's a rich and full and abundant supply in our lives, but. It is connected to offering, it's connected to sowing, sparingly or reapingly, and it's connected, uh, that's the before verses, but the after verses say this is connected to the benevolent person scatters abroad. And it says, then it, it goes down, but it says the result is going to be an increase of the fruits of our righteousness that is going to resound in thanksgiving to God. And uh, uh, I'll tell you these, these, uh, uh, what a wonderful, I always believe children are the best investment. What a wonderful investment in the nations of the world. You're in it for the long haul, right? Aren't we in it for the long-term investment? You know, what if when you were 18, you knew what you knew at 60, and you just put a dollar a day away? And invested it, where would you be today? Amen. Amen. That's in a natural thing. Now see how much more you investing in the kingdom of God and obedience to God. Heaven will be uh, the uh, will be the unfold of the reveal of the true measure when you get to heaven. Will you have people for your life? down here you may have a house you may have a truck you may have a car you may have clothes you may have shoes you may have jewelry you might have you know all different you might have cows and dogs you know whatever is important to you you know uh, but that stays here none of that goes there and we are all headed for there and when we get there what will we what will we uh understand and know then amen aren't you glad that god is revealing some of those things now we get glimpses of glory that you have a a a chance from this day forward that the rest of your story amen would go into his his story history you know that when you stand in front of god when we stand in front of god you know you may you may have those weird times in life but when we stand in front of God when you stand in front of God aren't we listening for the words that well done 
And we may not feel we're going to be like the people that Jesus told the story about. And they said, well, it didn't, it didn't feel like we did it well. You know, when, when did we, you know, when did we do the well-doing? He said, well, when you gave in the offering and, and you sowed the seed towards these children. Far away from here that, you know, you may not meet them until you get to heaven. He goes, when you did it to the least of these, you did it to me. Well done. Amen. Aren't you glad for the promises of the Bible? But they're promises. Amen. Lived out by faith, aren't they? Uh, Things that we hope for. uh, That have substance. Don't you hope to have uh, um, fruit for your life? To be fruitful as the Bible says, amen? Well, what better fruit than the word working and we're able to uh, watch it? I know it was a little short clip, but you know, uh, that is 2 Corinthians, the ninth chapter. That's real prosperity. People for your life, amen? Well, happy 4th of July. See lots of red, white, and blue out there, amen? Uh, I, I'm different today. I chose black. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, but that's okay. We're more than the clothes we wear, aren't we? But thank God for all of you reminding us. Aren't you glad that you live in the good old U.S. of A? And it still is the good old U.S. of A. Began with a covenant with God. Continues in a covenant with God. Will end in a covenant with God, and aren't you glad that God is doing something in our nation, amen? Uh, That, you know, God's not a Democrat or a Republican, he's not any kind of rat, God is God, and aren't you glad that there are times when God can find a people that will pray, humble themselves, turn from our wicked ways, and, and believe God to heal our land. I believe God is healing our uh, land. I thank God that he is a God that says, I set before you life and death, blessing and the curse. Now you choose which one you, which way that you want to go. I thank God that, uh, you know, uh, God is a God of life. I choose life. I thank you that God is also a God of choice and he gives us a choice to choose. Amen. And aren't you glad that when you were on the wrong road that God gave you an opportunity to choose to get on the right road? Aren't you glad that when you were on the highway to hell headed towards death, destruction, and eternal separation from God, that God interjected himself, interrupted your life because somebody somewhere someday prayed for you. So God had an invitation into your life and he gave you an opportunity to turn You turn around. Amen. Do we have the image up there? There we go. Amen. I'm looking for you, Mama. You're going to go ahead and read your, start your stuff. (laughs) All right. Praise God. Amen. You know, uh, when you look at that about you turn you know, actually the first time, or maybe you haven't done it yet, the first U-turn really we would have made is when we came to God. Amen. You know, we were going one direction, but we made a U-turn yeah. and turned towards him. Amen. You know, and, but guess what? How many of us know that this life 
And especially now, there's been lots of distractions, lots of disruptions, mm-hmm. you know, lots of, uh, you know, detours. Uh, detours that have been going on that have caused us to maybe take a wrong turn, make some wrong choices, maybe get a bad attitude, maybe allow, you know, unforgiveness to get in our hearts, maybe allow a little bit of, you know, well, it don't really take all that. I don't really need to go to church anymore. I don't need to read my Bible. I don't need to pray. You know, we can get off track sometimes. But, you know, how many of you know that just like in the natural, if you are using GPS or Google Maps in your vehicle and you're going somewhere and all of a sudden, you know, Maybe you get distracted, you're not paying attention, and you were supposed to turn, and you did it. It will usually come up letting you know you need to make a Mm U-turn. And guess what? We can choose to say, well, you know what? Maybe I don't want to go that way. Maybe I think I know a better way. That doesn't seem like a good way. I think I've got a shorter way. Yeah. I think the way I know would be better. I think it's shorter, it's quicker, it's simpler, it's faster. And you can keep on going, but I guarantee you, more than likely, you're going to end up somewhere you didn't want to be. Want to be. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe you might have seen some different things along the way, but did you get to the destination that you were supposed to? Just like with God, you know, when we get off track or we can even make a slight little yield, you know, and just go a little bit. But after a while, you keep going a little here. Then the next thing you know, you're a little here, a little here, a little here. And those little tiny wrong turns will all of a sudden end up in a place where you need to make a U-turn. Because if you don't, we will not fulfill the destiny that God has for us. We will not fulfill the purpose the better and the greater. You know, you, U-turns are a good thing. And thank God that his loving mercy and grace is always standing right there yes. saying, we need to make a U-turn. Amen. We've made some wrong turns. You know, you can turn around at any time if you want to. You know, we can turn our worry into worship whenever we want to. You know, we can turn our defeat into victory anytime we want to. U-turns are accessible. U-turns are right there waiting for us. You know, and when we make that U-turn, you know what happens? Now it gives God an open door, an open opportunity now to take our battles and turn them into victories. To turn them into blessings. Why? Because you're saying, God, I trust you more than what I'm feeling then what I'm seeing, I'm going to put my trust wholeheartedly. I, I believe there's been a little bit where we've gotten away from the whole heart. We're giving God a little bit here and a little bit there. And every now and then when it gets really tough and hard, but we've been kind of where we've gotten, you know, comfortable in the don't have to do too much for God or not giving too much or I've backed way up and I've gone on vacation and retreat from God. Yeah. But you know, saying the the reward, I think about the, um, you know, the scripture. It's a very important scripture 
to me in the in the eleventh uh, chapter of Hebrews, and the and the actually the they call it the Hall of Faith, uh, but it's it's written uh, for our example there. And the sixth verse there simply says, "For without faith, it's impossible to please God." So the first measurement is, do I want to please God? And at and at all right at what measure? Am I going to bring to uh, that? Well, it goes on to say, it says, for those that come to God must believe that God is. Well, you know, we could say all different kind of, you know, there's a lot to that, you know, to that. But for, we, we just want to go in a certain vein right here, just very simply, it says God is what? He is a, and is a rewarder. Yes. What reward? What a rewarder of who? Well, it says of those that diligently seek him. Are there, would there be differing measures of diligence in your life? In, in our life? Would, would we bring our own choosing, our own decision to the, the depth, the height, the, the measure, if you will, the width of diligence? Diligence of what? Seeking Him. Seeking to please Him. Believing that He will reward. The reward is in proportion to fulfilling the requirement. Well, Pastor, now you're you're talking about the law. The law of God is written in my heart. I want to please God. He gave me a heart that wanted to please Him. Took out the heart that didn't want to please God and put a heart that wants to... Uh, please him. Well, there's a massive turnaround right there, isn't it? But we 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 find after a while, you know, uh, you ever been on the stretch of road that it was lonely, desolate, a wilderness, so to speak. But you had to go through that. You had to pass through that on your way to. There are places where, you know, it boils down to, you know, you walk out your your faith. You're going to walk out in fear and trembling your own salvation in front of God. There are places where God takes away everything and everyone that we would place our trust in. And we have to trust him and him alone. There are times in our life, you know, and typically at times in a U-turn when you and God, and it's just you and God. Because the first word in that is you. You know, what would you say to those, uh, you know, have there ever been a time where where uh, we assumed trusting God was that God was going to do it all? Yeah. And it turned out that I actually had a part, yeah. that the first word was you. Yeah. Jesus said it this way. He said, you draw near to God, you turn towards God, and you'll see that God has turned towards you. Amen. And you know, uh, there's always a way of escape. You know, just like when we were talking about in the natural. Uh You know, if we'll listen and be sensitive and say, God, I'm willing and obedient, there's always a way to make a U-turn. There's always an exit. Now, sometimes if you wait too long, 
You might have to go a while. <laughs> Next exit, 50 you know, it might miles. Be, yeah, it there. Be, you know, Lord Jesus. But now you're going to have to just ride it out. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's the same thing in life. Sometimes if you're not careful, don't stay in your way too long because the U-turn might be a while. The consequences yeah. to the and choice And then there comes. might be some things that you come upon and happen along the way that might not be so pleasant, mm-hmm. you know, or that deterred you from getting to where you needed to get at the right time. And remember that, you know, our choices don't just affect us. Right. Our right choices and our wrong choices. Because there's people attached to us whether we like it or not. And there's also people attached to us that we don't even know their names and faces that we will affect their lives down the road. You know, so there's always an escape for better, for hope, for peace, for joy, but you've got to make the U-turn. And like Pastor said, you have to make the U-turn. You know, God will let you know you're going the wrong way. He'll speak to you. He'll give you a prod and you'll get a feeling. But guess what? It still comes down to he's not going to take a hold of the wheel and force you to turn around. He's going to say, this is the way to go. But now you get to choose to go. You know, but remember, he's ready and willing and able to bless the willing and obedient right then and there when we make the U-turn. Amen. I, I just get the sense of right here too is that you know you you need to, remember you get to only choose for you 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 do not make choices now your choices can affect the generations can affect the people around you can affect your children your grandchildren but remember this you still have to let them live their lives. There's a lot of times, sometimes there's been times that boy I'll tell you we pulled over put the four way flashers on. You know, uh, because our children or, uh, you know, people we pastored got off the, uh, you know, they just went off the road. And uh, there's a place for that, you know, there's a time uh, for that. But then there comes a point in time is like, you know, uh, you know, they took that exit, so to speak. An accident is one thing, you know, I mean, that's that's quick, more quickly remedied than an intentional decision to get off the road and take a different direction. Well, you know, at some point in time, you know, you quit looking in the rearview mirror and you get on with your your life that you can choose. You can decide. See, well, what about them? Oh, what about you? You know, the best thing you can do for them is you continue to on, follow on to know the Lord for yourself and trust God. Trusting God isn't just trusting God with you. It's also having to trust God with, quote, them whoever them may be, amen. I just felt like, you know, the, the, the Lord just wanted to put that out there because maybe for some of you it's time for you to turn the car back on, turn the four-way flashers off, okay? You know, turn back on the highway, get in, stay in your lane, and trust God, you know. There's a lot of roads that are still going in that direction, aren't they? Even if, you know, here in the south we say through the, out through the pucker brush. You know what the pucker brush is? You know, well, it sure ain't the interstate, is it? It's a little harder than, you know, the main road, ain't it? All that's good English, isn't it? You know, pucker brush, ain't it? Da, 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 da. But you get the picture. Amen. 
talking to somebody today, maybe in the house, maybe in the, you know, uh, out there in the miracle of media, maybe right now, maybe in the uh, future. And there an overriding sense of just stay faithful to do what we're called to do today, that it's not just for right now and for today. Probably more of the seed of obedience today is for the future harvest that will come tomorrow. That time itself, and then beyond time, eternity itself, will tell what we gave our lives for in obedience to God. Amen. Even if if that seems small. You read me something this morning about something uh, seeming small. But I believe if it's the bullseye of God, you know, uh, there's great reward in that. Amen. Well, what seems small right now in your life or what you think seems impossible, if you'll stay with God, he's setting you up you for go. the greater. Yeah. He's setting us up for the bigger and mm-hmm. the better things. And, and once again, remember always, whenever God's taking us into greater or into more, there comes a greater responsibility on our part. And when he's also taking you into the greater and the more, mm-hmm. that means he's setting you up to impact more people mm-hmm. for your life. Amen? Yeah. Amen. I want to read this scripture and then we'll, we'll pretty much let you loose so you can celebrate uh, the holiday, and it is worth celebrating, isn't it? Aren't you glad God's not done with you? I don't believe that God's done with this nation. I don't believe he's done with the world yet. I don't believe God allows this thing to end on a negative. Some people really, you know, the devil puffs himself up and blows himself up, you know, like he's, he said, I will exalt my throne above the throne of God. And God let him have his say so. The devil always gets his say so. But in the end, God goes, I don't think so. So let the redeemed say so. Is what the devil says so or is what God says so? So there's some stuff you just need to point out in your own life and in your own sphere of influence, you know. And you have a tremendous sphere of influence, you know. You have an audience with God, and God runs all of it. God is over all of it. Amen. And boy, when, you, when, when your say-so is what God has already said, so? Well, the devil this, the devil that, so? <laughs> Amen. That ain't going to be how it always is. Did you understand what I said? That is not going to be the end of his story. (laughs) I got news for you. The rest of the story, the best of the story is reserved for last. The devil says, you know, boy, I tell you, you can't last. You ain't going to last through this. Then I say, well, this won't last. And the last uh, uh, word in my life is what God has said. And he has said, so, see, amen. You do have a say-so in your life, don't you? You have a say-so, meaning, first of all, you can turn. Oh, there's a lot of things we could say there. But let me read that. This is just a little little portion of Scripture, you know. Uh, might seem so small. Don't despise the days of small. 
Small is usually means that it's not the end. It's the small. According to God's perspective, the small is always a beginning. The end is the greatly increased. Are you listening? So if your place seems so small, you might be like the little frog that was in the mud puddle that's swimming around. He goes, oh, life is good. I got all the water there is. I got all the water there is. Came a rain, you know, like they say in the south, a frog strangler. And just, I mean, flooded him out of that little mud puddle down through the field and, you know, uh, and washed him into a pond. And boy, he got like, I never, man, I, this is something. I got all the water there is, all the water there is, all the water there is. Come another frog strangling rain. I mean, just rained and poured. And can God make it rain and pour? Can God bring more into your life? And it just washed him over the dam of that little pond. And he wound up down in a river, you know, uh, and wound up in a lake. And again, he said, I got all the water there is. I got all the water there is. Amen. We think that this is all that there is, but there's always greater glory to the rest of the story where God is concerned. So if it seems small right now, and even if it seems like you got all the water there is, this ain't all God has. This isn't all that there is. You are headed, like San says, set up. The small is a set up for the step up to the greater that God has. But in the small, you got to see God in the small. You got to realize where you are is not all that there is that God has for you. And if it, and, and, you know, uh, you might be the big fish in the little pond, but someday you might, you know, God's setting you up to become then in the greater, in the greater lake, you then become the little fish again. And be careful to not complain because you'll just remain, remain. where you are. Uh-huh. If you'll choose to praise, yeah. God will uh, yeah. raise you up. Yeah. Amen. Into the greater and the better. And I believe that the best is, is yet, yet to, come. to come. That's right. God always hands on best. So let me read this scripture. This was, it says, when David's time, uh, uh, First Kings, second chapter. You know, we've looked at the, the word of God. Because that is the one constant in our life. You know. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are dropping out, dropping by the wayside. Yes. Uh, Psalms 91 talks about it. It says, you'll see. You'll see 10,000 fall at your side. He said, but it won't come near you. You know why? Because we are sheltered right. in the secret place. I don't know why it's such a secret that for the Christian, the Word of God is the constant. It's the lifeline. Yes. It's the lighthouse. We've looked at the Word as being a lamp onto our feet. We've looked at the Word as being a hammer that, that you can break out. Are you listening? You can break through uh, with. You don't have to break down. And now in this scripture, I want to show you another thing uh, because in order for it to really be from God, it, it is from Revelation. It is from Genesis all the way through Revelation. And one thing is from there is, is the Word of God. Do you realize that you live in a generation where you have a copy, a full and complete copy, the finished work of God's words at your, yes. I mean, at your fingertips? Yes. 
and 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 expansions of that that no other gen- there were generations the bible says even angels looked and saw this day now how could they do that because god is see when you're in the presence of god you're in the now and with god you know the the was the is and the gonna be is all there are you hearing well, that ought to help us in some way. I mean, you know, if you'll live in the presence of God, you know, life is going to be whole, put together. Your past makes sense, your present makes sense, and it all adds up to a future that's beyond what you, exceeds what you yeah. could ever ask, hope, or think. But you know, God has it all. Amen. And you read the end of the book. It all bows down at God's feet. It all, the consummation of all of it is that God is God. Amen. Well, let's let's read this. It says, and read this. If you, <clears throat> if the, if these were your, if you had last words, what would you say? What would you communicate to those that you love the most? How would you? What would you? What words would you choose to communicate? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you say? You know, did would you say? Did you remember to take out the garbage? You remember that time that I told you to do something you didn't do it? You, no, you wouldn't waste things on, waste the importance of that moment. You would want something that that would impact their life and that they it would be a stepping stone for them. Well, here he says, I'm about to go. And he says, as when David's time to approach to die. He charged his son Solomon saying, I am about to go the way of all the earth, but you, everybody say, but you. Yeah. And we're talking about you today, right? You turn. He said, be strong, show what you're made of. And we do, don't we? We show what we're made of. We can say what we're made of, but we actually show what we're made of. Are we supposed to be a display of God's glory? Aren't we supposed to be a manifestation and a demonstration, not just of words, but of the works of God? We are God's workmanship, God's masterpiece. Shouldn't our life show what words we have believed? Aren't we the proof and the evidence? Aren't we the letter of, that is a living epistle to the world? He says, show what you're made of. That's... That would be a deep question, isn't it? Well, you know, uh, God made you. God meant you, and God is in the process of making you after the image of his dear son. And he's not going to stop that work that he started until he completely completes it. Jesus is the author and the developer and the finisher of our faith. Say, I am a faithful person because I've chosen... To live the life of faith. The life that pleases God. The life that pursues God. The life that believes God. That God is the great I am. Whatever I need, he said, I am that. And exceedingly above all you can ask of that. I believe. God is a rewarder of the diligent seeker. So I am a diligent seeker. 
He said, do what God tells you. We could spend three or four hours on all of these, but you know, the, we, we don't have that much time for God. We have time for Netflix, but we don't have that much time. <clears throat> Walk in the paths he shows you. So God tells us, and God also shows us. Follow the life map, absolutely. Keep an eye out for the signposts. His, his course for life set out in the revelation to Moses. Now, uh, let's, I need to take two, three minutes here and just graze, just glance this. We're, we're going to stop for just a moment, take a pause where we're at, and how many of you think it's okay sometimes to reference, just check and see where we are in order to know whether we need to make a U-turn or we need to proceed. And he's given us this. He says, do what he tells you. Walk in what he shows you. Follow the life map absolutely. There's a lot of problems. Absolutely today is up for grabs, isn't it? Hmm? Well, you know, the dictionary says, are you absolutely sure of that? By whose definition? I have a different opinion. I don't think it means that. See, no, there's still some absolutes in life. You know, are you absolutely sure that you're saved? What proof do you have? This word. I heard what he said. I did what he told me, what he showed me to do, and I'm following by faith. I'm following this out. And if you ask me to deny Jesus, I'll tell you that he's more real than you know. Uh, than me looking at you, see? Do you know your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life? What Have you ever seen the book? No, we're convinced of it. Why? Because God's word is absolute. God's not a man that he should lie. I take God at his word, absolutely. You understand you're staking your eternity on what? The word of God, not a feeling. Those that just done it on a feeling, you know, it's fleeting, isn't it? Have they fleeted? <laughs> Amen. All right. He goes, he says, keep an eye out for the signposts. His course for life that set out in the revelation to Moses. Now, what would be the revelation to Moses? David is saying the written word of God. I know it may just be information, but you know, God, the Holy Spirit turns it into revelation. He said, follow the course that set. What's the course that set? You have the roadmap. The word of God is the roadmap. Do you have to take out the, the map at times and read it, but also properly interpret it? What if you have been told that north is south and south is north and east is west and west is east? You'd be a little confused even if you were looking at the map. You would be reading it upside down. You, it wouldn't get you where you wanted to go because you believed opposite. Well, I'll tell you right now, Miami, Florida is right up next to the Canadian border. And if you go north, you're sure bound to run into Miami, Florida. 
check the map. When you get to Virginia, (laughs) is it getting colder or is it getting warmer? Do you see any palm trees as you pull into uh, New York? (laughs) I mean, seriously. What's he saying here? He's saying you need to check it needs to be it needs to be the course that's set out in the revelation to Moses, the word of God. We're living in a day, and understand this now, we're living in the day when it says perilous times shall come. People are gonna heap to their 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 cells. Uh, teachers that will scratch their ear. He said the problem with that is it's the days of deception with doctrines of demons and seducing spirits. He said men will be thus and so all the way down through. And he, and he gave very clear instructions and he said this. He said from such turn away. Don't go that same way. Don't, he said you make a turn. Just because the whole world's going in the in this direction, is it the right direction? Just because the whole church is going in this direction, is it the right direction? Well, you wouldn't know unless you checked it against the revelation of the Word of God, and you have the legend to the uh, the one that the you know the one that created the map is the one that's been there and done that and knows the way. His name is Jesus. He sent you the Holy Spirit to do what? Lead and guide you, help you. Lead and guide you into the truth, show you the right way to go. Amen? All right. Pastor Ron, if you, if you will come. Uh, now, there's a semicolon there, and then he's, he says this. He goes, then, then ties in, if you do what's required then the reward is this, you'll get on well in whatever you do and wherever you go. Would you like to get on well in whatever you do and wherever you go? For you. You know, the, the, Jesus is praying his prayer uh, for us. He said, Beloved, I pray above all things. that you would prosper that you'd make some progress in this process in this grand pursuit of my purpose for your life I pray that your body would keep well and that things would go well for you even as your soul prospers let me add a little phrase in there even as you reference the revelation keep to the course that I've set before you things will go well you'll get along well I don't know if you've ever been in a place where you weren't getting along too well Maybe you're not getting along well with your family or your friends, your mate, your children, your work. Maybe you're, maybe you're not getting along well in your body, in your health. Maybe you're not getting along well in your finances, 
whatever the whatever the area of our life, and we're dimensional, aren't we? Spirit, soul, and body. And we're never we're not just by ourselves. We're with other people. Amen. It's not good for a person to be alone. Now, if we let the word be a road map, if we're looking for the sign, one translation says, just actually not just a couple of pages over here, he told Solomon, he said, and if you stay on course, keeping your eye on the life map, road map, life map, and the God signs, not just signposts, but the God signs. In your, as your father David did, I'll also give you a long life. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Well, we could overlay that eternal life, but also that eternal life that we're living right now, knowing God, making Him, Him known. Amen. We want to live long and strong as long as we're here <laughs> on the earth. That our strength would equal the length of our days. Amen. And that we'd finish strong. Not go down in defeat, but rise up in victory. That the end of his story in your and my life was that we lived a life that was well-pleasing to God. That we lived a life that was worth living and we're fully satisfied and fulfilled. That we have served the purpose of God in our generation. And And we've shown our children and our children's children and if... Uh, the Lord tarries even 120 years our children's children's children even to five generations or beyond that God is God he's worth following he's worthy to be praised he's worthy of our lives amen let me ask you are you are you reading the signs are you going the right way is it time for a turn and you're in your life you have any area in your in your life that you found has just turned out dead end has turned out that you're in a place that you never wanted to be in but there you find yourself anyway well the good news is you can turn you can turn you can turn we can turn to this life map this road God's not you got breath in your body there's still time And if it's time for a turn, let me invite you to do that. Let's pray first of all this very simple prayer. You know, uh, uh, starts with a simple decision. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back, but I'm turning towards God. I'm turning towards the Word of God. There's hope still. There's still a different path for you. It's not, you don't have to stay where you are, like you are. In the name of Jesus, a simple prayer. Turn your heart towards God. And I'll tell you, God has already turned towards you, waiting for you. Been waiting all of this time. And you know, you know, you feel God's hand pressing on your life. Trying to stop you from the destruction, trying to stop you from going your own way, trying to get you to turn. 
Father, I thank you right now that there are people under the sound of my voice, both near and far. But within this voice, they hear your voice. It is our most urgent prayer, sir. That blinded eyes would be opened today. That deafened ears would suddenly hear your still small voice inside saying, Come home, son. Come back, daughter. Come this way. And I'll show you life. I'll give you a life that I've always desired that you would have. Father, I pray for those today. That today everything would turn. Today everything would change. From this one thing we turn right now to you. We turn our heart. But Lord we understand it means that we turn our life over to you. You tell us what to do. You show us which way. You help us to understand your plan. You be the light on the path. We'll follow your footsteps from this day through every day all the way into forever. And we thank you for it. Lord, we thank you that we take your forgiveness for every sin, every misstep, every mistake. We thank you we're forgiven. That we're going to walk the road of repentance and the road of forgiveness. All the way to eternal life. And we thank you for it. In Jesus name we say Jesus you're my Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for giving me a new heart. And a new life. Amen. Now if you prayed that prayer and you meant it. And you just meant it from your heart. God hears your heart. He hears your words but he knows your heart. See. And I want to congratulate you. There's nothing, nothing that you will ever do in this life that will compare it with what you just did. As this one thing does change absolutely everything. As you're about to see some God signs. Some God signs uh, that you're turned around. That you did make a turn. And that it was the right turn and you're on the right road. So congratulations, we'll do anything that we can to help you. And I suggest that you, uh, that you uh, strongly suggest that you do take the help. Take the help that's offered. Amen. There's a wonderful family called the family of God. There's this wonderful thing that Jesus is doing in the earth. It's called building his church. It's a wonderful place to be. It's a glorious thing that that uh, Jesus is, uh, is doing. It's the one thing he said that will affect everything else. The church is the centerpiece of God's kingdom in the earth. And welcome to the new kingdom with the new king. And, you know, uh, be found in his courts of praise. Be found, you know, uh, seated at his table, enjoying the wisdom and all of the wonderful, wonderful things that he has to share with us. Uh, and uh, the church is the meeting place. You know, Jesus says, "Meet me at, meet me at church." 
because he always picks a place, does he? He said, I'm going to place my name there, and I'm going to be there. And when you come and you meet me there, you worship me there, you're going to hear my words and you're going to experience my works. Well, amen and amen. You want to close this out, Mom? Father, we just thank you. We thank you, God, today. We thank you for those that maybe came to you for the first time. We thank you for those that maybe have returned back to you that have wandered off. We thank you, God, for the supernatural, creative miracles that have and are going to happen in your people this day. We thank you, God, for hope to the hopeless, healing to the sick. God, peace to those that have been carrying worries of this world. And we just thank you, God, right now that we pray protection over your people and direct their steps. And we give you all of the praise and all of the glory. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.